Starter Podcast. It is your host Smiley with me, Van and Chai. Howdy doody. How's it going, John? Uh, are... I, don't, I don't think the audience can hear you wave, Chai. Well, that was also kind of a quick introduction. That was, uh, it was. <laughs> I, I mean, a joke. We've ever Listen, had. Here's, here's the problem. We're on our fourth Star Wars oh, yeah. episode. We're we may gonna, make it to five. We're not going like, to We just can't be one. wasting a lot of time. I Good feel point. like it, Good point. it's, uh, you know, no time to waste. You know, we know it's, it's August 30th year of our Lord 2020. We're here. Episode season two, episode 58. Uh, nice. I like it. Got the Star Wars fever going. Um, we are still in the trilogy talk. Last time we spent a lot of time on the original, the original prequel trilogy. Today we're going to be talking about the true, uh, the 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 heart and soul of Star Wars, the original trilogy: Star Wars: A New Hope, The Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. Uh, if we can get to all three of those, I guess we will see, and then we'll see. I mean, depending how much time we spend on that, we'll um, we'll see if we have time for the for the uh, postquill tri- uh, trilogy. Subquill, whatever you call that, Subs- yeah. The, Subsequel. There's, there's yeah. a, there's another term for it. It's the, uh, se- I guess, the sequel trilogy, right? But whatever. Um, but before that, we always have a question of the day. Today's question of the day, um, it relates to what we kind of talked about last last week. We told you guys if you listen to the show, we gave you the question of the day in advance, gave you some time to think about it. So uh, here's a question. Um, look, we're looking back at Star Wars Episode One, Two, and Three, like. Let's not talk about them as movies, but as a universe, if this existed in a galaxy far, far away as it purports. Um, how would things have played out differently? Two questions. How would things have played out different if Anakin had never existed in the first place? And how would it have played out differently had he existed, but in the end stayed true to the light and not succumbed to the dark side? Let's start with Van. Van on this uh you can answer either or both i don't really care you you pick your poison uh um i'm gonna say had he not existed in the first place we'll do we'll do that one uh, just because it was the first one that, that popped up this is a really difficult question to answer i i don't want to i, I want to give it its due course but i'm also very simple in my answer on on what i think it's going to be or, or how i think it would have turned out right well, um let's just a preface as well like this is a question of the day not a full podcast we could probably do a full podcast on easily. extrapolating every possible twist and turn very easily high level you know high level changes like, let's try to stick to that if we just for brevity's sake and wait wait can we, can we make another clarification as well because you yes, the way you please. worded the question today made it sound different than how i'd planned for this episode wait wait what did you, you plan you, well you made it sound like in light of the prequel trilogy uh, the way I thought about this was across all nine movies. Sure, yeah, no, across all nine okay. movies. Right, yes, right, no, of right, course. Cool. Just, just I wanted to make sure right. that was the plan. All right. Yes, yes. I, across I think, the whole saga, uh, sure. Okay, so I don't think Darth Vader, well, Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader, was the Empire. I think he was just a product of the Empire, or not a product because he wasn't a result of the Empire, but they were, they were um, symbiotic in, in essence of, of their goals, where the Empire was a little, in my opinion, uh, or excuse me, I keep saying Empire, so where the Sith, Senator Palpatine, Anakin, and all them um, were, were evil by nature, I don't think the Empire was as evil by nature. I think the Empire is, was not as terrible as people think it was. Or, or, see, this could end up being a podcast, a whole podcast oh, in itself. But 
so I'm gonna I'm just gonna say I don't think much would have changed except they would have got steamrolled by the rebel forces a lot easier. So you're saying you you say you take out one of their heavy hitters, one of their MVPs. Yeah. You know, it's just like a sports team, right? You take yeah. you take LeBron off the team. Yeah. The team's just not going to compete as well. The Rebels yeah. are going to, you know, the, the fear factor for of having a Darth Vader on your side yeah. is not there. A little bit easier for them to rise up and take care of business. Exactly. Okay. What about you? Uh, I'm going to take a whole take... different. I'm going to take a okay. whole different direction. Are we? Than that. Are we? Can we? Um, if we? If we can for the moment, can we stick with if Anakin yeah, hadn't existed? Yeah, yeah. I'm just. We'll, I'm going to we'll stick go with that just that question. Okay. Just that question. Great. Um, because I think that while he was an enforcer, I don't think he was really the might of the empire. The might of the empire was in the thou the fleet, the you know thousands if not millions of soldiers that they had. Obviously, the he was. He was yeah. a weight. He was like the the fist of the emperor, but he wasn't maybe what dominated and conquered worlds i and the way i want the way i approach this because i think like you said going through all the permutations all of the possibilities could be multiple podcasts so the way i, I approach this question was actually working backwards through the series so mm-hmm. if you go to the very end and, and we're gonna we've already said we're gonna go through spoilers in the series the the people who beat the emperor were kylo ren and ray in combination pretty much the, the both of them had to work together to beat the emperor that was what brought the emperor down and uh and you know as we know ray is the granddaughter of the emperor um kylo ren is the grandson of vader and so if you take anakin out which you take out luke and leia and you take out kylo ren like just going off of that basis i don't think the emperor dies the the empire wins um just just going from how the series flows if we don't want to get into all the possible permutations or whatever just logically flowing like they wouldn't have been able to kill him because he wouldn't have had that teamwork between them There's so no lineage. that's how i approach it I, I would agree that with shy i think one of the one of the kind of quieter themes of star wars is that uh is a theme that you see in many many um works of fiction or, or or even in history that evil tends to see sow the seeds of its own destruction right and that's kind of what we're talking about here like through darth vader like the emperor cultivated this champion but his offspring a result of vader is his children the children that rise up 20 years later and are instrumental to his downfall um i i do agree in the end well i guess with both of you but what well, you you said this, but had a different conclusion, Van. You said that they lose the empire loses its one of its star stars, and so is easier to overthrow. But you forget, as Shai said, that the rebels lose like all their star power, right? Yeah. Like they lose their right. heavy hitters too. And so, in, in that way, the other thing I think is that we've seen if there's one thing that Palpatine was great at is he was a master manipulator. He orchestrated an eventuality for every plan. So in my mind, if, 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 you know, if they try to generate a chosen one through the midichlorians and that fails and Anakin never comes to be, then he sets somebody else up. I mean, Palpatine was, yeah, there's always another Sith. That's right. Palpatine was kind of uh, cavalier with how he spent his apprentices, right? He kind of sent Darth Maul out, to, you know, and it, it didn't matter. He gets rid of Dooku, right? Like, it didn't matter because he knew who was next in line. And, like, he just changes his strategy at that point. He says, okay, I don't have a Darth Vader. So, you know, maybe Darth Maul's going to hang around a little bit longer and be a little bit more useful to me in the future. And so um, I do think that, that the Empire probably reigns much longer. Um, 
whether or not the empire is evil, uh, I think there's certainly a conversation to be had there. But you can't you can't deny that at its at the top level there is much evil, you know, controlling it. And so, I mean, that's more of a philosophical sure. question. Is and the if, things they do are evil, like if, destroying yes. an entire planet of innocent people. Right. Well, yes, maybe innocent people. Maybe innocent. Yeah. Well, okay, also... yeah, there are a lot of yeah, there are a lot of innocent people on there, but yeah. Go ahead. I mean, you wonder if that would have come at, you know, who knows how that would have been used without the Sith right, controlling it, right? Like there was a, the Emperor was controlling the, you know, the use of that weapon, whether or not right. it would have been used in that way without the Emperor. Sure. And, think, and, it, think... and would it have been used on Alderaan if Princess Leia had never been alive anyways? That's a good question. But yeah, it's, that, that's a podcast for another time. All right. Really quickly, let's flip it around and say what happens if Anakin stays with the light side, right? Like I think there, there's a real question there and like it, it, it is how powerful do you think Anakin is and at what point, like how far does he go on the light side? So like, let's take it to the moment, the moment of truth, right? Mm-hmm. He's in the room with Palpatine and Mace Windu mm-hmm. and you know, when Mace Windu went to strike him down, Anakin stopped him out of good. He said, you can't just kill him. That's not right. That's not the Jedi way. So he's not easy. So you can't say that choice is wrong. So we have to assume that that still happens. Palpy goes, <laughs> blast him with the lightning, knocks him out the window, right? So then here's, the, here's where it changes, right? Now, instead of saying, okay, I fucked up. Now I'm just going to turn evil and we're going to do what we need to do. If he says, whoa, you just murdered Master Windu, bro. Like he was right about your ass, right? The the question is what happens next? Does Anakin try to take on Palpatine himself? In which case he probably just gets killed. Yes. Um, I don't think we think that Anakin was a match for for Palpatine at that point. Um, And from there on, I mean really everything kind of progresses the same. Like Padme is still pregnant. Presumably she will still have her children and it'll be Luke and Leia and their upbringing may be different, but you have to think that, that they would, you know, like at that point you get into who knows what happens, but like a lot of the same pieces are all still in place. Uh, you, you presume that things could happen pretty much the same. There's just no Darth Vader there to cause trouble. So that's more like what Van was talking about. Maybe it's an easier road to the downfall of the empire in that case. If Anakin backs off and says, and goes to like get help, who knows, maybe the, the power of the empire never comes to be in the first place. Maybe with forewarning and with assistance from Anakin, they can shut down order 66 or be prepared for it. And like, there's a, there's a something to be said there. That's, it's an interesting line of thought, but I'm sorry to take all the, all the, oxygen from the room what did, what did you think about that side uh shy i mean i think you know you wouldn't anakin wouldn't have killed all the young jedi so they would all be alive right. um Younglings. i think uh, that's, an, yeah. that's an important the, point that i yeah, didn't even mention because yeah. like well, that's, true, that's whole, a whole new generation yeah, yeah. of good characters but the empire would have whether or not he would have the empire would have tried but, so i think but, i mean and when, would they have succeeded? I don't know. Like you said, if, if Anakin wasn't as powerful as, you know, would he have been able to defend them against... I think, you know, obviously there were a lot of powerful Jedi who got sent into exile. Like Obi-Wan, who was obviously a very strong Jedi, had to go into hiding. Um, 
I think you bring up a good point because I wasn't thinking so much of that crucial moment. That is obviously a very crucial moment of that scene with him, Mace Windu, and the Emperor. I was thinking more just long term, what would it have looked like if Anakin had been good, had grown up to raise Luke and Leia in like a family and with Padme mm-hmm. and like, you know, and the thing, the key for me was Kylo Ren. Like throughout the, as we'll get to the the sequel trilogy, like his big motivation throughout those three films is, you know, his grandfather's deformed mask, you know? Like he's, he like treats this thing as like, like he has like a an I you know it's this idol basically yes. and he like basically worships this you know this memory of his Sith grandfather and so imagine if he'd had a loving grandfather who like in you know kind of built upon Luke's you know training you know what I mean and like if yeah. that was just like the kind of love and care and and like I don't know like I think I would agree with Van's initial emphasis and in last thing where like I think that no matter how it went whether Anakin died in that crux moment or rant got away i think in the end you just have you have the you have the emperor's downfall happening a lot faster because the jedi would have been much more unified yeah i think too that like even if even if anakin can't beat the empire there if he can escape with his life and mourn more people like so much of the reason the jedi were knocked out was just the, the element of surprise yeah. like you saw that whole scene like none they're they're basically the being shot punch. in the back Dude, like yes. if you tell them to turn like hey watch your back bro the emperor's after you like that and could say scene after scene of, yes. of just yeah uh, well, of and, them being oblivious to what's coming and just right, being killed instantly. right especially because like you know that the jedi are all able to handle themselves against like if they don't if they know about it they can win those fights they can get away just like obi-wan did right like he was able to escape when they tried to take him down um anyway van your thoughts yeah you guys all summed it up i don't have anything of value to add all right. Well, if you, our faithful listeners, have a different idea of how things might have played out in either case, or would like us to, you know, discuss other possible Star Wars what ifs, um, or what ifs in general in other in other genres, we'd love to hear it. Send us an email or a text or a tweet at the end of the show. We'll provide you with our contact information. But at the moment, let's get into the Star Wars original trilogy. So um, when we talk about the original trilogy, uh, I think we touched on this a little bit last time. There's definitely a little bit of a rose-colored glasses that people put on, especially mm-hmm. in comparison to either the newer movies or the prequels, which people have very strong feelings about, many of them not as positive. It really does make the original seem really like, oh, they were so perfect. But like, I feel like there's a lot of stuff about the originals that, that maybe leave a little bit to be desired in places. Um, but let's, what about you guys? What do you guys think? Do you think that the original trilogy is as good as advertised, as remembered, uh, as touted? I'll start yes. with uh, Van. Go ahead. Yes, I think it is. I, I think it is, and I think it isn't. I think it's... <laughs> <laughs> I, think, <clears throat> I think we certainly think of it um, like most things of nostalgia it, through rose-colored lenses, as you mentioned. Um, but I will say when I watch it, I'm not let down. Like, it is just as exciting, not as what the first ca- time what, I watched it, the first time was, like, magical. That, right? Yeah. right. But there are things that age. And I'm really upset with Shy because this didn't bother me until the last podcast we did. <laughs> and then I, I rewatched, I rewatched um, oh, five no. and six. And... Those lightsaber battles are so bad. <laughs> like they are so bad, and like 
Vader using like force poles on like on like you know furniture inside his inside the the uh, really been, see, I guess see, four been, uh, four is the worst lightsaber four battle. Is the bad I didn't think five and no, six that was were that five. bad. I'm I know, but I'm talking about five when they're You're in talking Cloud about City. five. I think is great. I, yeah, well, those I don't I don't agree with that assessment. I think it's Obi Wan and Darth Vader that's the really hard one to no, watch for sure. That that first one, but again, I I can dismiss that for all the reasons that we talked about. Uh, they haven't they haven't been fighting. Blah blah. Now, like, you've had your go, dude. You remember how to do this? You should be training. You know, there's another one out there that you're going to have this, this saber battle with, the saber duel uh, with. Um, but the, the use of the force poles hmm. of, like, furniture and them getting hit and, debris, like, yeah. reacting weird. Yeah, the debris and all that stuff. Like, I just, I don't know. It seemed, it seemed hokey to me. But if that's my biggest complaint, like, the rest of it lived up. The dialogue, the awesome scenes, the nostalgia, the victories, the celebrations. Like, no, it's, it's an awesome it's an it's worthy of the praise that we give it i believe well and here's here's what i'll respond to your lightsaber because i loved both the lightsaber duels in five and six two of my favorites but i can understand why you might have that opinion and i think it's because neither fight is a fight between equals uh what the one of the the beauties i think of of the sure. episode five one is if you watch it carefully it's so obvious that darth vader is not trying like, oh yeah he's a hundred percent batting him around yeah, yeah defending luring baiting like he's not even trying to hurt him like until until the very end when he takes that lightsaber shot off the shoulder and he gets mad he's like oh fuck this i'm chopping your hand off you know yeah. like that's the first when he, when he part where he actually dark, starts to fight the dark yes. side flow through him and that's exactly right and then when you get to return of the jedi it's the opposite like like luke has out like outmatched him he has grown too powerful and especially when he does get mad when yeah. vader threatens leia late and he's like oh no and he yeah. just starts you know taking him down and like vader's just like he's completely outmatched like he's 100 percent right. like, defensive and yeah. so like a lot of the other fights we see throughout the series uh all the other movies are a little bit more of fights between equals or at least kind of more even matches where it's like that's true it's a better fight right it's just a better fight it's a better yeah. matchup and so maybe that's what you're noticing there that it's like not it's not like you know two titans duking it out on both sides it's like it's kind of a mismatch you know and but i st i'd still love both of those lightsaber duels myself shy thoughts um i mean i agree with you guys about nostalgia i think my problem is that i can't really think of a lot of places where the nostalgia is there i think it'll be interesting to hear you guys' thoughts i'm sure you guys will be able to point out a lot of stuff that i'll agree with once you've mentioned it but i just I can't off I mean, I just think they're really good movies. And I think that, I mean, and I think we talk about this sometimes. I don't know we've gotten, we haven't done like a really a movie podcast. We've obviously done podcasts about movies, but I think no, one of my biggest gripes with modern films over the last decade, if not more, is that more and more films rely way too heavily on computer generated imagery. And one of the charms, I think, of the original Star Wars trilogy is it was kind of in an era where they were special effects were starting out but they weren't using just computer generated graphics it was a lot of like models and it was a lot of like scaling Definitely. and it was a lot of like more realistic use of um technology and i think that that really shows i think that they had to yeah to, you know the acting has to be better there has to be you know i mean it's just i think it's just i think they're well done movies yeah the droids are, are pretty pretty humanoid because you literally had to have somebody in there or at least a puppet puppeteer like yeah. moving around yeah my, I, I agree. I do agree with you. Again, uh, the, where it really jumps out to me is a lot of the dialogue in A New Hope is it, it feels 70s and 80s, which, which it was. Like, that's not a knock on it. It's just, you know, like they had, to, like, they kind of talked funny a little bit back then. It's just a fact. You know, I, I feel like um, the writing in Empire Strikes Back really bounced back. And like, that has a great dialogue 
uh, and some really great exchanges, especially between like Han and Leia. Um, basically, everything Han says is is great for the most part. <laughs> um, that's why he was. That's why he's so wonderful in those oh, in Han's those movies. Um, but you know, and like overall, um, you know, whenever a new Star Wars movie has come out in the main sequence, my wife and I watch the entire the entire freaking saga one to whatever is coming out plus the, the other the other movies in the middle solo and and rogue one and i mean so i've i've seen all the movies together multiple times recently within the last couple of years and and i it hasn't changed my order of preference like i still have return of the jedi and empire strikes back at the top of my list and so that kind of speaks for itself but where's where's a new hope a new hope's kind of in the middle i'd say a new hope's kind of like in the three to six range somewhere okay. in some order right. like it's it's not but bad. it's not like I, down I, the line i love the new hope i think it's a great I know, but the way you're talking it's about great. it it kind of seems like you, there's you parts it. there's parts in it where i'm just like oh my god <laughs> like, um, like what but the, but specifically like us uh, you know the, the specific parts are like like and maybe it's because it's so good in Empire Strikes Back. The Leia and Han dynamic is so good in Empire Strikes Back. Oh, but I so feel good. like a lot of their lines in A New Hope are just they're just they're just do doofy. Like yeah. it's like if money's all you care about, la la la. You know, I don't know. It just seems really over the top. Like on the other hand, like there's there's a lot of Who's great scruffy lines looking. In it, you know? <laughs> it's just it's probably the dichotomy like if empire strikes back wasn't so good it wouldn't detract from that like yeah um the, i mean i love you know never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy like there's scum all kinds villainy. of yeah there's, exactly there's some really great quotes yeah. in, in, in episode the scene one. when they're in the prison block and han's talking ah. to the guard across the comms oh my god Boring conversation yeah. anyway. <laughs> Everything's fine. We're all fine here. How, well, how are you? <laughs> yeah, it's it's brilliant. That's a brilliant part. Yeah, but there's and then there's those listen to them, R2, they're dying. Like, like there's a lot of really good lines in, in well, a new and, you know, that's another thing too, is like people always like give three PO more credit for being less annoying. Like people hate Jar Jar Binks. But see, three PO is just a prissy Jar Jar Binks oh, yeah. without a without a Gungan accent. Like they are the same character. Like they're both pointless comic relief, where they kind of do things that like we don't see it as much because Jar Jar, I think, was a little bit more over the top, the kind of humor we see as like a clown. Whereas like C three PO is more like a sophisticated clown. He's more like a court jester. Like, but they play the same role. Like they're they're just there to like get a laugh i don't know i mean isn't really? 3po like the entire reason why they were able to make it over to what the hell's that place called because he read the dagger and they pulled oh, it out talking about the new talking about episode nine yeah yeah but still you're saying he's like junk and but, he's not we're talking about the original talking trilogy. Talking about the original here, man. trilogy. They retconned him. They gave him it's, that. It's Even pretty, that. He's, he's that, comedy. We'll, like, okay. you think we'll, about, we're going to get to that when we get to and, that. Because that, yeah. I, I did Oh, I have a lot to that. say about that, too. When you, when, yeah. when you talk about episode five, like him getting broken apart and then, like, put back together in, like, yeah. frog <laughs> ways. <laughs> and he came around and back. Like, he's just. <laughs> I'm right. backwards, you. He's, he's totally is just comic relief. And he is pretty annoying a lot of times. I know. I didn't. I don't know how I didn't know this. But I'd never realized C-3PO had that silver shin down leg. I always thought his whole body was gold, but he literally has like that silver from his knee down. And I mm -hmm. never noticed that. It just wasn't obvious to me. So it was one of those, I was reading one of those Mandela effects on, on online. 
And they're like, oh, yeah, most people think 3PO is just gold. But he's not. He's silver. And I was like, bullshit. And I put in my freaking CDs, and I'm like, oh, my God. How did I never notice that? Well, they, that they, is it was, insane. It was funny because they poke fun at that, too, where, like, then in, in Episode 7, it's like, you probably didn't recognize me because of my red arm. <laughs> Which does make like it's it's again we could do a whole podcast on the, the the nature of droids because like in a way like how else do you tell a droid apart like if a droid has a different colored arm why would you think it's the same droid you know like it's not like they have a, he has a different face from other C three PO units like right that's a, that, I thought that was kind of a uh, an underrated joke where it was like a joke but not actually really a joke like you thought it was a joke yeah. but like really it was kind of just true and like why are you laughing at that like anyway okay all right good that was that was great um let's talk about um so we kind of i mean that kind of is a little bit we talked a little bit about what we maybe didn't like what's what's your highlight of the original trilogies then it's 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 this good it's like what's the part that like all right you're gonna sit down tonight and binge these three back to back to back what part are you most looking forward to what's the one part in these three movies that like gets you to sit down and watch it because you because you want to see it i'll start since i just posed this question to you guys without any pre-warning so you need to think about it for a second um and it's hard to pick just one um but you know i i still think that for me there's something about like that whole like the end of return of the jedi the conclusion of the whole series like the reason i think return of the jedi is my favorite of all star wars movies is because like that ending is just magnificent to me like i love the space battle i love that there's a ground battle going on that's my least favorite part of it but the whole part of the throne room with luke and the empire the emperor and vader culminating in that lightsaber duel like like that's just it. Like I love all the dialogue between the emperor, the emperor and and Luke, and like he's like facing off against like the the grand emperor. Like I feel like that's the only time, I guess, until you get to the ninth one where Kylo and and um, and Ray kind of do something similar. Because again, we'll get into this, but the the, the sequel trilogy is very derivative, I think. Um, but like, this is the first time like you really get a showdown with like head to head, face to face. Like Yoda, I guess, gets a little bit in the third movie, but I don't know that that part's that part's what really does it for me. I just think it's it's such a great ending. It's such a great like everything kind of comes together the way that I think it should in a Star Wars movie. It's all happening at once. You're cutting from you know X wings battling to lightsaber duels to to, to uh, you know Han and Leia on the on the ground in Endor. Like it's just. It's, it's just awesome. I just love, I've always loved it. I used to watch it over and over as a kid. Like, that's what I would do is like, I would rewind my tape because it was a VHS. I would rewind it until like the beginning, like when the, when Lando is like showing up uh, on Endor, like where the battle's kind of getting ready to start. And like, I just watched that part on repeat for hours. Their shields are up. <laughs> How can they know if they're blocking us? If they don't know if we're coming. <laughs> okay. What do you got? Who's got one? jump in um i mean i don't know like and i think we i don't remember if in the prequel trilogy we did we talk about how we ranked the the three movies in the prequel trilogy how we liked them i can't remember if we did that or not like which which we did i don't remember if we did but we'll do it again after this we'll do a little ranking next i knew that we were going to do a ranking of all nine eventually but uh but um 
I used to, all, right, all that being said, when I was younger, I used to think I very much agreed with you. I still think, I mean, Return of the Jedi as a young boy was my favorite of the films. And, and it's basically the whole movie is a battle scene, almost like way, three yeah. quarters of it. And like you yeah. said, it's awesome just how it jumps between the space the battle. Middle, yeah. It jumps between the land battle. There's like, you know, I mean, it kind of fills all the boxes, but um, honestly, and then, and then as I've gotten older, Empire Strikes Back, there's just so much about the movie I love. But one yeah, of my favorite scenes, and I'm probably, maybe I'm just being a diver. It's like you said, so hard to tell. And I don't know that I could just think about one, but just to kind of give homage to another scene, I think great scene from the movies, also from Return of the Jedi, um, is this is the like their heist in of Jabba the Hutt at the beginning recovering recovering Han and I think that's my first and I think that's literally my first well then we can both hear I'll I'll try not to talk too much about that maybe we can we can jump off each other a little bit but uh I think here here, maybe we can jump back and forth because I'll I'll mention one thing I like I like how kind of how the modern heist film has kind of taken off where you have all these different like pieces in play and you learn these different characters like I just love how that starts out very unassuming you know like luke's walking over this palace you're like what the, what the hell is he doing and but then as as he goes through you start seeing like the pieces you see lando dressed as a guard you see you know i mean well you already knew well i don't know you didn't know late you didn't you, you didn't know Leia yeah. was the you, yeah, you, you gotta know, mix yeah. up you you started with c3po and r2 that's right that's right then you see then lando then they bring yeah, in right. then the bounty hunter brings in chewy and then you find out yeah. the bounty hunter's actually leia You're yes right. exactly yeah. holding yeah. a thermal detonator so, which is an awesome and then she gets captured like, part but then yeah I, so i just i think that's i think that's just really cool how it starts out and i think one of the cool things just really quickly is how it ties in the second movie i think like you know the second end is such a cliffhanger and it comes in the third one but yeah i think that that whole scene is like a movie within a movie absolutely uh, as you're as you were mentioning and then it ends like it, it just ends well with you know java's palace being completely destroyed and by luke and all that stuff and you know like the circles kind of been closed leia strangles i don't know how she did it i still a little yeah, far-fetched mm-hmm. about leia strangling java the hut to death um <laughs> there's, there's, but, a, there's a thing in robot chicken there's a there's a there's a joke in robot chicken where like uh some dude fires off a bunch of t-shirts from a t-shirt cannon um boba fett does and one of them goes into 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 jabba's mouth and he chokes on it while she's choking him with the chain and so he like chokes on something and dies and she's like oh yeah take that i showed you because <laughs> obviously they felt the same way that right like, like she really, how's this, like, how's this 87 pound girl gonna like choke out the yeah. leverage like, leverage man right. no and she did get, she did get her thin. leg down i saw that but uh, no, but but you also had the Rancor. I mean, there was like a lot happening in that the Sarlacc pit, Rancor. Boba Fett battles. Yeah. I mean, it was it was just it was an epic. What scene. do you that think was, about how Boba Fett went scene. down? That's always been a, I think it, a, a I think point of contention with a lot of fans that they built up this badass bounty hunter, yep. and he's just like, bah! yep, down you go. I think it's hard to have. A, a really powerful gunslinger in a world of you know space mages i think we see that with han like especially space in that rivers, scene yeah. in empire strikes back when yeah. he walks in the room and vader's there and he's like yeah, shooting at him yeah. he just he just blocks the shots with his hand like you just i think both of was gonna have yeah. an untimely death at some point i mean they have so many tricks these bounty hunters ropes bombs when he i mean he used them right like he ties luke up and then he's just like uh yeah i got a lightsaber rope <laughs> yeah r2 like popped it out yeah (laughs) oh that yeah when he walks on the when he walks on the plank and he's like what isn't he like giving job he's like you have one last chance to surrender or something like that or and they're all like mocking him and yeah (laughs) java this is your last chance free us or die such a good such a good scene but honestly when i think of star wars that's the scene i think Mm -hmm. of like literally i picture 
3PO standing outside that giant iron roller yeah. door, and that that's what I think of Star I Wars. I don't think they're going to let us in. No. <laughs> um, also, just a quick, uh, quick shameless plug, Van. When you're done with Ready Player One, you should read The Courtship of Princess Leia because there's more rain, there are more rancors in that book. I love that. Rancors. Is the only book that is the only book I think that has rancors. They go to the home planet of the rancors. Oh man, it's pretty badass. Yeah. Um, Okay, well, let's jump into this then. Let's talk, because here's, here's what I want to pitch to you guys. So let's hear, again, we're not going to do the full ranking just yet, and we'll circle back on the prequels, but let's talk about the original trilogy. How do you rank those three movies on your personal power rankings? I think I'm 5-3-4. Okay. Wait, 5-3-4. Sorry, 6-4-5. Six, four, five. So you have Empire Strikes Back at the bottom of that. What? Yeah. What? That Dude, is the, not what I like, expected. Four is just so, me- like, that's what starts it all off. Like, if you know nothing about Star Wars and then you watch four, like, it introduces you into Jedi's and X-wings, and there's that badass scene with Porkins, like at Take, the end. And it's- you've taken <laughs> your first step into a larger world. Seriously, and 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 literally, you want to know what else. everything else is a byproduct of it and a pre-product in some way. So I I don't okay. know it's just it's it it holds way too much weight to but not But you still be put 6 ahead of it. I still put 6 ahead of it. And you can, for the reasons you could say that yeah it's a culmination of all the amazing stuff that that you were just set up for. What about you I don't want to say 5's a filler. 5's I, amazing. You're basically saying that. You're basically an Empire Strikes Back is filler. So mm-hmm. whatever. Um so mine has changed. I don't know if that's worth mentioning how things have shifted sure. over the years. Mine yeah. would have been in the past probably exactly what Van just said it would have been well i don't know exactly what you just said it oh, would so have been six, it would have been six four just five is what it would have been when i was younger and probably because i i didn't like five when i was a kid i thought it was too dark it had an unsatisfying ending six was the you know conclusion with all the battle you know that was my favorite as i've gotten older though i think my ranking would now be five six four i just empire strikes back i think is just is just outstanding i think that there's just so i think the i think the darkness gives it a certain level of like it feels different four is just like a very like hopeful story you know like they end you know it's just the rebels kind of like kicking ass at the end they've blown up the death star and five happens and you're just like wow they're rebels aren't really doing that well you know like the empire is is dangerous and uh and things aren't going super well and and i think it leaves you with some tension and a lot of like character development happens in that film just i I think my (laughs) third most memorable scene aside from the death star exploding in one is in Empire Strikes Back, which is the Battle of Hoth, right? Like that that whole scenario is incredible. Yeah. The first time you see the AT-ATs and the ATSTs and all that fun stuff. Yep. That's the iconic one from my memory as a kid. Like that's, I don't remember when I first saw Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi. I don't know how old I was. I do remember when I first saw the Battle of Hoth. That's one of my earliest memories. So my ranking is this is actually pretty cool that all three of us actually have different rankings for these three movies. Like I did not expect that at all. Um, Cause I go six, five, four in that order. And I will, I will admit this, that that is a personal preference. I like return of the Jedi the best. If you want me to say, which is the best movie? I, I can't say anything, but empire strikes back. Empire strikes back is a masterpiece. Like all of the dialogue, the plot, like the only complaint I have that, shy mentioned a little bit is it did kind of end as a cliffhanger which is kind of a dick move um you know for such a especially after two and a half hours oh man and like yeah to have it end like that is 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 tough but like just every like it's an amazing movie like the whole thing like and i like that some people maybe have said that it's a little bit slower there's a little less action but i loved the character development of that i loved luke on 
Dagobah, the whole part with Han and Leia in the asteroid field, like everything in Cloud Sea. Lando is one of my favorite characters. Oh, Lando's amazing. Oh, yeah. Other than maybe, I mean, Lando's definitely my favorite non non Jedi character. I, I between Lando and Qui Gon, it's hmm. tough. That's I still think I go Qui Gon because he was such a badass and got such a short shift. But um, but I love Lando and um. Yeah, so Empire Strikes Back was a fantastic movie, and I think the best of the three, but it's not my favorite. I just I love Empire uh, Return of the Jedi, and and again, not to knock Star Wars: The, the A New Hope, like it's a great movie and I, and I enjoy it, but um, it's just not on the level of the other two. So let's we'll go back. Maybe we already did this. We'll see if it changed. If we did do it last week, we can listen and find out if we changed our answers from this week to last. But let's quickly rank just amongst the prequels. One, two, and three. Lightning round where that goes. I'll start first because mine's easy. Number one is at the top of the list for me by a million miles. Uh, I put three a pretty good ways below that and I put two at the bottom of all Star Wars movies released to date that I have seen. Um... Shy, what about you? I'm, I'm, I think I'm actually probably exactly the same. I had to think of whether two was my least favorite Star Wars film, but I think it is. Um, <laughs> I think, and I think your the levels are are very very close. One is one of my favorite Star Wars films, and uh, three was okay. Yeah, I'm literally exactly aligned. Also, okay, so that so was a good summation. So we're all different on the originals, but we're all <laughs> the same on the prequels. That's that's funny. Two was yeah. just fucking boring. God, it was bad. There's a for all the action too. Are, yeah, yeah right. there's, there's a couple parts that are cool. Like as I think we said last time, I did like the parts with Palpatine rising to power, his mm. manipulations, him doing stuff, and like subtle things that you can see. Thought that was cool. I thought Dooku was a cool character too, and just because I think Dooku was a cool Lee's, character. Yeah. Christopher Lee's badass. Um, may he rest in peace. But. I kind of didn't like Dooku. I thought he was. Really? Kind of, I know we're not talking about the prequel, and this, this not? episode is not we're about talking, prequel. We're but talking like, about just, the prequels. He felt like uh, like a Shakespearean. I mean, I think he is probably a classically trained actor. I felt like that just came across too much. I felt like a Shakespearean mm. Sith villain kind of like too like well, he just I like, like it. To uh, I mean, like that, was, that was his backstory though. I mean, he was like a rich man. Like he was a no. He was like nobility on the planet he was from. He yeah. like his family was super rich and like wasn't you know like so that's kind of what his roots were. That's like they, I I don't know. I thought it was cool and it's kind of cool to see that like Jedi both good and evil come from all walks of life. Mm. Yeah, that's good. yeah. I, I felt like General Grievous didn't get enough talking yeah. about last episode. Well, again, that's, I think he really, he doesn't get enough time in the movies themselves. He just kind of pops up in episode <laughs> yeah. three. If you don't watch the Clone Wars or haven't seen that, like, you're just like, who's this dude? Where did he come from? And so like, he, I think if you're more interested in him, I think that's where Clone Wars really gives you a little, a little bit of extra grievous action. Probably some, Dooku's in there too, isn't he? He's in the Clone Wars. I think he, bit, yeah. He? Yeah. He's, I think still the master Sith. Now I have a question for you guys. Kind of a tangent. I think we're probably at the point. I don't know if you guys would agree where we're probably not going to get into the sequel trilogy in this episode. Like we just can't do it justice. We're going to have to go. Yeah. To episode, Cause I need to probably. bash on it quite a bit. Um, so yeah, we'll do one more. <laughs> um, so I want to bring up a tangent now that we're talking about the prequel trilogy and the original trilogy. Um, have you guys seen, I finally saw the teaser trailer for Obi-Wan. Uh, oh, today, did you guys ever see the teaser? No, no. haven't seen it. Um, maybe that just came man. out. I don't know. I, man, I, I want to talk to you guys it. about it because it has it, it. You know, has Obi Wan and it mentions a character. And there's a character from the prequel trilogy. Jar Jar. 
No. Um, Jar Jar Binks? Uh? All right. Well, all right. Here's gonna what we're going to do. This is great. We have another Star Wars. Like, that'll be our homework for Van and I to watch that trailer right. um, between now and then. So it's that just called Kenobi. About. Yeah. Kenobi. General okay. Kenobi. Sorry. Well, then, then the whole tangent has been ruined. Okay. We'll save it for next week. Write it down. Don't forget it. Put it add to the outline. We'll make sure to get to it. I'm all watching right. it right now. Maybe um, that should be the question of the day. Well, I don't know. Well, you like, yeah, we, we will need day. we'll need a question of the day. What is it? What's your well, the, what do you think of the current, Obi-Wan thing? Current, yeah, I mean the current because we the current one we have laid out could be the next week since we're if we're yes. doing another episode anyway. Um, yes, and I think it should be. I think the yeah. next one we have should be for the final. Yeah. This is more of a behind the scenes thing, it's not really on the episode <laughs> thing. So maybe we get back to the Star Wars talk and we'll <laughs> yeah, do yeah. the we'll do the details of it of it uh of it after the show. So um the next question I have for you guys uh is around I gosh, I lost it. I had a really good question about this. I didn't write it down. We are we are really in uh in we're shaky here. We're shaky here. Um I don't know what else you like would have been better if you didn't point it out. Yeah. What do you guys feel? All right. So I think the original, one of the things that stands out from the original trilogy versus the prequel and the new trilogy is the fact that it's been out so much longer. And I think it has become the most, if not the only altered trilogy. Is that correct? Like yeah, they've so gone back and added stuff to the original that. trilogy and have it's they done point. that to the prequel trilogy? And obviously they can't have done that. The sequel no. trilogy, the stuff just came out. So like, how do don't, you guys feel about that? So. Um, I have to say personally, like I don't know all of the, you know, I'm not as so much of an expert that I can speak at, touch on all the different scenes they've added, but the ones that I remember, I have not, I've not liked anything they've added to the original trilogy that I've seen in any of the stuff that I've, really? any of the updates. So like the two, the two scenes that stand out the most to me, and I know there's probably a lot more, are there's a scene where like Han is like in the starport, I think in four yep. maybe i think when yes. he's when he's gotten the contract and he's getting ready to go check on the millennium falcon and like he meets with jar jar and like some other not dudes. jar jar oh, no. not jar jar that not jar jar no, java. no not jar jar java i'm sorry i said the wrong thing java the hut um and it's like a younger slimmer java. <laughs> that, would be a red the, really that would be a red as, as a sith lord no um yeah. but like i don't know like I, I guess that gives a little more like background to like their interactions i just it just feels out of place to me and it's and, it, and, and it has cg you know it like it just doesn't feel like it fits in the movie either and then the other thing that that, that i hate honestly i hate about um the changes is in return of the jedi when the ghosts appear at the end that the ghosts of the jedi appear and they took away you know An- uh vader's ghost and they replaced it with anakin and i just ah uh, mm. teenage angst anakin too right yeah yeah i'm not, yeah. not a fan not a fan <clears throat> uh i'm 100 with you on that that's that's a that's an egregious change and should be should be retconned. So like, gentlemen, re- unretconned. Yeah. Are there um, other scenes? I'd agree with you yeah. about those. I, I mean, do I'll... I do appreciate him leaving things in, like when the uh, stormtrooper hit his head on the on the door that's opening. <laughs> like he literally left that in. They could have easily yeah. taken that out. He's like, no, we're we're keeping it. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, for the most part, I like the changes they made. I mean, I always liked the original little song and dance, but I thought the one they replaced it with in Jabba's Palace was pretty good. Um, I think the ending. I liked the ending. I liked I liked the originals better, but I don't hate the new ones that they did. Like, they wanted to expand that ending and show the Empire kind of falling across the galaxy, and they needed a longer score for it, so it made sense. Um, I think one of the one. I, I think there's one that doesn't get a lot of attention, but when they're a lot of the cloud city shots are are a lot more 
like you get a lot cooler angles and a lot more drawn back but they were able to do more with cloud city and actually make it look like a city in the clouds more than they could originally which i think are some nice touches um the one that really comes to mind that a lot of people talk about is of course whether or not han shot first and i was going to talk about that that's actually been retconned a number of times including when they released it on disney plus they changed it again um, and now Greedo actually says McClunksky or something right before he shoots. So like they've changed that scene like a million times. What were you gonna say about that, Van? Or were you just well, like, no, I was just gonna mention that is how they actually changed it to 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 make it like everybody was still up in arms with Han quote unquote shooting first, right? And so I I didn't see a problem with that. He's like. I get the dichotomy between nobility and dr- smuggler, but I, that didn't seem to be a problem with me. I, I felt like Han is a guy who does what needs to be done and always has been. And that's why it was okay. He knew, he knew Guido's next step before it even happened. So they didn't need to change anything. And yet they go back and, and, and as you mentioned, change it to where it seems like Han was just reacting to being shot. Right. Well, what they did, because you're, you're absolutely right they changed it because of the backlash that han they felt like han's a bad guy for killing this guy in cold blood basically but like that's it's out of character to change that you're absolutely right that's exactly who he was so when they made that re that theatrical re-release the special editions that's when they changed it instead of han shooting first or maybe they may have even changed it before that they may have changed it i don't even know they they've changed it a number of times and they've cha- they've kind of gone like back and forth where it was originally Han just shot first then Greedo clearly shot first then they kind of brought it back to where they kind of shoot at the same time yeah right and then they put in like well Greedo said something and then they shot at the same time and it's like why do you keep changing this like just leave it alone like right. it's like one of those things where it's like every like you're digging yourself deeper and deeper like if you just you know even if you changed it once at the beginning and then just left it it wouldn't be what it's become it's <laughs> lucas just needs to put the pencil down on that shit man that's why <laughs> well now it's the cares? Sex. Like like Van said, like I mean, who really cares about who shot first? Like I don't. If you have have you not learned anything from from twenty twenty? People care about everything. But why did people no care about the stormtrooper hitting his head on the you know on? <laughs> I mean, like why didn't they red well, on that? Oh oh well, because that I think I think to Van's point about that, like that was like a acting gap. Yeah yeah. Like he yeah. he was it wasn't in the script that he hits his head. Like he like that just kind of happened and it got yeah. filled. Like, well, we're gonna go with that take. I'm just saying, like, why isn't people like you? Yeah, I'm surprised the movement hasn't arisen about that, you know? Like, well, because it's not really um, a question of morality, right? Like, this is about like you want to like Han Solo, like, in in the end, Star Wars is built as like a kid friendly <clears throat> film, right? And so, like, do you do you want one of your heroes to be the kind of person who just blasts somebody unsolicited? Like, that's there's a little bit of a morality there that people feel like that's he's not really a good guy if he's gonna do that. Like you're painting him as a good guy, but he's how good is he if he just, you know, just start so, blasting? I think the problem with that, I think, I mean, this comes down to like Wild West gunslinging. Like, I don't know how like gun, you know, gun duels really worked yeah. back in the Wild West. I haven't seen enough. I've watched a bunch of Westerns, but not enough with like face offs, I guess. Like, a lot of old John Wayne's didn't, didn't have that. But like, if someone shoots you, you're dead. Like, yeah. like, I guess that's the idea behind a gunslinger is being able to like tell like the milliseconds between someone drawing and starting to fire and being able to fire right. back. Like to me, there's like no sense of nobility there. That's just, 
idiocy. Like, I don't I don't just, I'm weird. not, I'm, I'm not trying yeah, to I know, say I know, I know, I know you're not giving your opinion that you're speaking <laughs> for the yeah. masses as, as a host. No, you're, host and does, you're, you're absolutely right. Because the, the fact is Han Solo's character was, was based on Western cowboy. Like that was like, Lucas's got the leather old, vest and fucking everything. That's exactly right. That was his inspiration is he wanted to make a space Western. Um, that's where it came from. So that's a great parallel. And um, yeah. I think we're all in agreement on that, but it is something that needs to be brought up because it gets a lot of, gets a lot of airtime. And there's another question too about, um, so this kind of goes back a little bit to, to Von, Van, sorry, not Von, Von's like Von, that, was, that was really proper. Von's, Von's a 12 character that a lot of people don't like. Um, Van said earlier about whether or not the empire is evil. And so, mm. you know, maybe we should address, you know, if you've ever seen the movie clerks, you know, there's the classic debate that they have in that movie in like, are the rebels really that much better because how many innocent people did they destroy on the death star? And you could even say maybe the first death star, that's maybe a, at that point for the most part of military installation, but the second death star in return of the Jedi is still under construction. So you have to think there's a ton of just like essentially innocent contractors out there working on that. A lot of, maybe of them, you know, as from what we know, the empire, a lot of slave labor, people who don't have a choice but to be up there that just got fucking waxed by the rebels. And so like, who's really the bad guys in this situation? Like we look at terrorists in the world today as, you know, you don't see a lot of like people lauding terrorist acts. And like, is that not just a terrorist act against an established government? Well, I don't know if in the empire, the empire got rid of the clones too. And then there's the whole question of, I mean, this is a philosophical question. We could talk about our clones. Well, clones are human, but like what, merit do they carry and all this other stuff that'd be a fun conversation do they have souls right right clones. are they gingers um, ginger clones i think i don't know if this can be a ginger does it have like a is it like a double negative and it does have a soul again i don't know <laughs> maybe you guys uh know this but i don't know if this quote can be traced to anything but i mean there's the quote that you know one man's freedom fighter is another man's terrorist like you were saying mm. smiley so i mean the rebels obviously in the light that lucas paints them in the films are freedom fighters but you know to the empire they're terrorists and i think um i think you could probably out yeah i, well, I agree the empire advanced about technology them. the empire advanced technology the empire had a unifying currency the empire i mean created jobs as you saw I wouldn't even say advanced oh, technology. I think they had the same technology. I think the Empire had funding, right? Like they had the funding to build the Death Star. They had the funding to. Well, I mean, nobody both, had both seen... sides had blasters. Both sides had yeah, but space no, nobody's seen a planet killer before. And yeah. what could you have? What could you have turned that technology into other than killing planets? Like probably lots mining. I don't know. <laughs> We're just mining the planet <laughs> for minerals. <laughs> Well, Listen, okay. Alderaan was just a mining accident gone really bad. I don't know why there was so like these things happen with new technology. This would be a great Family Guy like spoof. They could have like the the recover the post you know Alderaan campaign, the Empire. You know, I think one ran. of the problems is, and you know, maybe it delves into this in some of the expanded universe. But what we don't get far too often, like we get, we're seeing these the the military side of this, right? We're seeing the battle between the rebels and the Empire. We don't really see what is life like mm -hmm. for these planets under imperial yoke. We hear that it's bad, but like that's but why the question. though? But, but, but we don't know. We don't have that information. We don't know what you know. How how are the people of these planets treated? Are they living? Are they you know? Are they have their lives? You know, like if you could get a look at some of these different planets, 
pre like under the galactic end of the galactic republic and at the end of return of the jedi and say are these people better off have their lives been improved or have they you know like in a lot of a lot of these types of corrupt governments like yeah the tech you know like you say jobs were created we don't necessarily know that like we don't know what scale that's on like a lot of times right. is everybody forced exploited. or is everybody forced to participate in the empire military right like they right. have to yeah, they have to do it through a duty or something yeah. like that yeah exactly yeah. well I, mean, we, I, I know in a lot of the other stuff conscription is talked about as a the imperial for the imperial army go ahead Shai. i think one of the best movies that maybe shows some glimpses of that is i think actually rogue rogue, rogue one. one i think there's some of the glimpses of them running through the city that when like that spy exchange like you have deal yep. like you, you show that and a lot, a lot of the movies when there are glimpses of cities there are the patrols the imperial patrols going you know there's you know armed you know it seems like st- like state like um state of uh what am i thinking of not state of militia um I'm not sure. Armed, like when a, I'm trying to think of like what the term is, like an armed state, basically. Um, I'm thinking, yeah. Um, Military state, police. Military state, police state. Um, but I think also like the shots in Rogue One of the desert planet, and like you know when they're in that that kind of city, that's being you know that the that that contested. Yeah, it's contested, but also not when you say contested, it really seems like it's under under the empire's control. Occupation. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's really the idea. It's occupation. It doesn't seem. I, I think you do get glimpses of what it's like like to be a citizen in these areas that are occupied. It is an occupation. It's not, you know, a government, um, it doesn't seem like. Well, I mean, it, if there's one thing that, like, I really is highlighted, Will, I think, from playing the Civilization games, uh, at least Civilizations mm-hmm. Five, where you can pick your government type, like, there's a lot of benefits to, like a dictatorship or a totalitarian government. Like there, there are good things that come out of that. Things but you faster. Right. Like, like yeah. I mean, it's not all bad. It's just, you give up some things that many people, myself included, think are very important. And so I think that's a little bit where, you know, when you're looking at the empire and you say, whether it's good or bad, like just like everything else in the world, like very few things are pure good or pure bad. Like there probably were benefits under the empire. Do they outweigh, the loss of potential freedoms and liberties that the people of the galaxy had. We don't really know. Like we see glimpses here and there. Galaxy is a big place too. You can't even look at one or two planets and say, well, things are bad here. So they're bad. Ever. We just don't know. Like we don't have enough information to really make a true estimation of that. We can only go with what we're told, but you can look at the top and you look at the people in power and their blatant disregard for life. And maybe that can give you a, a path to whether they were good or evil as a as a society whether the pe- you know like if the leaders don't care about the life of the people they lead how good of a empire could it have been i think that's an interesting topic that we could apply to today's world as well but uh maybe we'll get into that another day um we got a couple minutes left any final thoughts on the original trilogy cool no all right well good we're gonna wrap it up a little early then that's great next time we'll jump into the the sequel trilogy uh we will i will try to be kind to it um i know my wife loves the uh sequel trilogy so i'll try to uh maybe i'll i'll poll her beforehand see if there's anything she'd like me to say to defend it because i will not have that much good to say about it it sounds like shy will though because it's clear that shy does have uh, a love for those series because when when we asked these questions today about Anakin, 
I didn't take the pre the sequel trilogy into it at all. I did not think once about Kylo Ren, Ray, any of the stuff that happened after episode six. And you obviously did. So I think that kind of shows where our focus is a little bit and what maybe where we where we rank some of these movies overall. I don't know. Rank being the opportune word. I think that I totally, we'll get into this next week, but I totally get, I, I agree that they're derivative, but I think there's also a lot of interesting character development, especially in Luke, Kylo, and Ray. Well, yeah, a lot to talk about. Lots to talk about next week. That's I think there's why no we're development, doing... but okay. Oh, this is good. It's nice when we don't all just agree <laughs> on everything. That makes for a more interesting podcast. There you go. If you already want to jump the gun and give us your thoughts on episode seven, eight, or nine, or anything else Star Wars related, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can reach us on the Twitter at Focus Target. The YouTube page, Focus Target Podcast, has uh, this and our other episodes. You can see our smiling faces live or I guess not live anymore. It'd be in the past. But uh, we also have an email address. It's focustargetpodcast at gmail.com. So thanks for sticking with us for our penultimate Star Wars episode, at least for a while. We promise we're not going to do it. No matter how much we get through next time, it'll be the last Star Wars episode for a while. Um, that That is my vow to you because we, we got some video game shit to talk about. All right. So for your host, Smiley. This is Shy. I'm Ben. Most appropriately, cover us, Porkins. We're out. Most appropriately. Yeah.